Magavanin and Sui Lai to all my elf friends. I am Tahani Tanuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth elf. <laughs> Welcome to What Would Arwen Do This Fair Wednesday morning here in Southern California, which feels a little bit more like we've all been uh, transported <laughs> to Palm Desert or some other lovely, very hot place like that. I hope you are keeping cool. The elf is finding it somewhat of a challenge, but thank goodness for fans and water. Spending a lot of time in water. So welcome. This is the show where we ask, I ask, if a Middle Earth elf lived today in Southern California, what might her life look like? How would she celebrate and support the arts, music, her community? The preservation of Earth, its beauty, resources, and creatures. If Arwen was alive today, what would Arwen do? Well, one thing I think that Arwen would do is be involved at KUCI because we are an independent radio station. I want to say congratulations to all the DJs who just passed the DJ training. So we'll hear some new voices this coming fall and because we broadcast from the University of California at Irvine it's always things are always changing here as students schedules change from quarter to quarter as people graduate and go on to other schools and go home or go out into the world so please keep an eye on our website at www.kuci.org Every quarter we have some program changes uh, at the very beginning of the quarter. So the first week of the quarter, in case you're looking for a show and you don't find it, please uh, check the schedule. Or better yet, try to stay in touch with your favorite DJs and see what they're going to be doing for the next quarter. And on top of that, we will be having another DJ training. So if you ever thought that you might want to become involved with college radio, or you know someone who might, and you are a student, staff, or faculty here at the University of California at Irvine, then please keep an eye. We usually have a training starting in just about two weeks after the quarter starts, and you can find information about that on our website, or you can send us an email missive at training at KUCI.org. So this morning, that beautiful music that you heard that always still lifts my heart and gives me goosebumps <laughs> from Howard Shore, the Fellowship of the Ring, the Academy Award winning soundtrack, and that is the Council of Elrond with the love song of Aragorn and Arwen. So this morning, um, I, the elf is, um, there's so much on my heart. I'm so, and I'm so excited how sometimes you think and pray about things for a long time and you wonder, is anything going to happen or things in your life, um, maybe aspects of yourself that you're wanting to change. I have a very strong tendency toward clutter 
which is very interesting because I don't really like it you know when I had a, a whole house you know my living room and my counters were all nice and clear but my little bedroom where I live is just a clutter of books and mostly books but notes and CDs and hula hoops <laughs> yoga mats um, so I am uh, but simplicity I'm trying to learn from the Saints as some of you who have been listening to the show for a while know I recently became a Roman Catholic Christian I was have been a Christian a Protestant Christian for about 30 years in love with Jesus and um, but I wanted to be able to have communion every day and I wanted to under to enlist this army of Saints and all those who have gone before us so it's been it's been quite an adventure and a wonderful one at that. So this morning I have a few things I want to share with you. I'm not sure if I will be able to come back in the fall. I just I'm doing an online retreat. I do work a full-time job. I call it my Carmel. Um, the Desert Fathers say go into your cell and your cell will teach you everything. Well, I feel like go into your workplace <laughs> and your workplace will teach you everything well in your cell as well when you spend time in quiet and being with your own self and with God but yeah the workplace is an amazing place to get uh, all your buttons pushed and to practice the little way of love so especially if you are someone like myself who works in the area of um like retail, you know, customer service, working with the public all day long. Um, you know, you have lots of opportunities. And there's sometimes when something happens, and I'll find myself getting that little edge in my voice. And I'll hear Galadriel's words in my head, you know, when Frodo offers her the ring, and she declines it. And she says, I passed the test. I will go into the West and remain Galadriel. And sometimes I hear myself saying, ah, I passed the test. And sometimes I hear myself saying, I didn't pass the test. <laughs> so I love that God gives us so many opportunities to start over, over and over again at practicing compassion and kindness and being a presence for love in the world. So, and, um, Believe me, I find it a challenge quite often. So if you would like to email me, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me at askanelf at yahoo.com, askanelf at yahoo.com. And so I wanted to talk to you this morning. Maybe at some point I might be able to interview these amazing people they're based over in Ireland so that might be a little tricky um, but I think there are some people around here I just haven't been able to connect with them quite yet it's a wonderful online resource that I discovered through a book that I bought actually I got this book on Easter Vigil Saturday so it was a Saturday before Easter Ro, the archerist from Escondido, now from R Ramona, came up for my uh, confirmation in First Holy Communion, and we went to the Paul Express bookstore and 
had a lot of fun doing a little shopping for wonderful things there. And I got an amazing book called The Artist's Rule by Christine Walters Paintner. And she is the abbess of Abbey of the Arts, which is an online monastery community. And it's just amazing. So they have the uh, Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks, which I am so excited about. And at some, a little bit later in the program, I'm going to play actually the poem for the Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks. And over the weekend, I was away from home uh, because we had a lot of company and I just went and stayed with a friend to kind of get out of the way. And so I took the opportunity to be in this little room with this wonderful futon and uh, just be away from all the distractions of home to have kind of a silent retreat, a quiet retreat. So I stayed in my room until I had to go to work and did uh, some writing and journaling and praying and stretching and reading. And um, so one of the things I discovered through the Abbey of the Arts, and their website is abbeyofthearts.com. That's A-B-B-E-Y of the arts.com. And it says here, transformative living through contemplative and expressive arts. And at the time that I got my book, The Artist's Rule, which is so amazing, um, I'm still kind of getting used to some of the vernacular of Catholicism and um, and the language and rule, because to me I'm thinking, well, rules. But the artist's rule, when uh, they have monasteries or convents, they write a rule, which is kind of a a standard to live by, you know, or like a mission, we might think of as a mission statement, but it usually has a little more instruction to it. And so um, the artist's rule is kind of like, uh, it's actually a 12-week, is it 10-week or 12-week um, exploration? And let's see, nerd, a 12, yes, a 12-week journey, nurturing your creative soul with monastic will, uh, wisdom. And again, it's Christine Walters Paintner. She's the author of Water, Wind, Earth, and Fire, and the abbess of the Abbey of the, the Arts. And they have retreats over in Ireland. They have some amazing retreats coming up. And they have online retreats, which that's one of the reasons why I may not be back in, uh, in, the, f in the fall, because they're, they actually have an online, a wonderful online um, retreat called Coming Home to Your Body, A Woman's Contemplative Journey to Wholeness. And it goes from the end of September through the end of November. And you have exercises, you have readings, you get something from them each day. Uh, it's contemplative, you have little art projects that you do, and, they're, and you're doing this online uh, with other with others, <laughs> with other women. And so I'm very excited about that and wanting to reconnect with the sacredness of my body. And if you've been around with me for a while, you know that I am a very big advocate for a cruelty-free diet. And I am mostly successful with that. I, as a hunter-gatherer elf, 
I find it challenging sometimes to get enough protein. So I do, and I don't do well with rice and beans. Um, but I do, you know, nuts are good. And, but I'm trying to get completely off of dairy products and even goat dairy products because I was thinking the other day about um, the ways we vote and very often we vote with our dollars. That's how we vote. We vote with our dollars when we buy uh, commercial dairy products and we, by doing that we are supporting commercial dairy farms where not only are animals very much mistreated, standing sometimes all day in their excrement, but all the methane gases, which are the biggest contributor to, you know, the global warming aspect of our planet, and not to mention the impact that those farms have on the people that live around them. They are living in an area that is is um, exuding a lot of methane gases, and there's lots of hormones and antibiotics and things like that that are um, coming you know out of there there's the runoff just from the the excrement so um, a lot of times people say well why do you eat organic do you think it really makes a difference and I always say well it makes a difference for the people that live around non-organic farms so for me, eating organic isn't just about me. It's about hopefully the more of us that want organic food and vote with our dollars, even though it might be a little more expensive, but you can get good deals these days. Even Ralph's has um, uh, organic romaine lettuce, beautiful for less than a cup of coffee. It's amazing. So they didn't even used to have a uh, organic section and now they have a whole big organic section and it's just right by my house so anyway um, yes things are changing but we vote with our dollars if the demand is there then there will be more farms and there will be more opportunities for farms to ch change over to or organic farming which will be wonderful for the people that live in those areas because they won't be being sprayed um, their air won't be being filled with in with insecticides and things of that nature. So just something to think about. Something to think about when you go to do your shopping. And so um, anyway, I'm excited about this online retreat because about um, coming home to your body because I feel that if I were more conscious and aware really of my body and really wanting to love it as much as loving the earth and, and the creatures, then I would be doing more to, you know, besides just being vegan or just doing yoga, um, maybe this will be the thing that will get me over that next hump because for me it, it, it is. It's, it's two things. It's one, it's the dairy and casein is very bad for you. All animal uh, milk products have casein in it and that's one of the largest contributors to cancer. So if nothing else, if you're a little older especially, that's a good reason to get off the dairy products. Um, and um, and also wine. So I love a glass of wine at night, sometimes maybe two glasses, but it's not serving me anymore to do that. So I'm hoping to kind of fast from that and let yoga be the new wine or kombucha or something. So, but I think I would be much more um, able to do that once I have a, a sense of the sacredness of my body and of my time.
So instead of wasting time, you know, having a glass of wine and, you know, reading or whatever, but I don't journal when I'm drinking wine because I don't want to be affected by any chemicals and I don't do yoga. So those are when I'm, if I'm having wine at night, then I don't have the opportunity to do those things or to drive if someone were to call me and ask me to, you know, come and pick them up because their car broke down. So lots of good reasons to just stop that little thing that's not working for me anymore. <laughs> so if you are interested, you can go to Abbey of the Arts and find out about the this online uh, retreat. It's called Coming Home to Your Body, A Woman's Contemplative Journey to Wholeness. Again, it goes from September 21st to November 28th. But the other thing besides the Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks that they have here on the website is something called the Earth Monastery Project. And I was so excited. I've been kind of, you know, wandering around this wonderful website for a week or two now. And I, um, I don't know how I didn't see this before, but it's called the Earth Monastery Project. And they were wanting to get the word out about it, which I think is wonderful. And that's why I'm sharing it with you, because you might want to participate in this program and you can get a grant to do it and so again it's ab the abbey of the arts or abbey of the arts.com if you go into about you're going to scroll down to earth monastery project and i want to read two quotes that it has right here one from thomas merton one of my favorite favorite monk mystics in the world how necessary it is for monks to work in the fields, in the rain, in the sun, in the mud, in the clay, in the wind. These are our spiritual directors and our novice masters. They form our contemplation. They instill us with virtue. They make us as stable as the land we live in. And then another one from Mae Swinson. Take earth for your own large room and the floor of earth carpeted with sunlight and hung round with silver wind for your dancing place. I love that. So I am, you know, how many times I've mentioned that we elves love to dance. We like to dance on the beach. We like to dance in the ballroom. We like to dance by the trees and under starlight. We like to dance everywhere. And so when I discovered the holy disorder of dancing monks, I thought, yes, kindred souls, kindred spirits. But the Earth Monastery Project is a, I'm reading now from the website, is a small grant program funded by a combination of sources. A percent of the net income from Abbey online classes, donations from Abbey community members like us, <coughs> income from Amazon Associates program. So the Earth Monastery Project is a partnership between the Abbey and carefully selected applicants which could be you, applicants, who will receive resources to complete a project project which nourish an earth-cherishing consciousness and cultivate a vision of the earth as our primary monastery. Isn't that wonderful? I'm going to read that again. The Earth Monastery Project is a partnership between the Abbey, Abbey of the Arts, and carefully selected applicants, that's us, we who apply, who will receive resources to complete a project which nourish and earth-cherishing consciousness and cultivate a vision of the earth as our primary monastery. 
She goes on to say, our hope of the Abbey is that with a combination of funding, community support, inspiration, and a place to share the fruits of your work, this will be another way for the Abbey community to thrive and serve and offer witness to one another of what is possible on the monk and artist path. The purpose of the Earth Monastery Project is to cultivate a culture of generosity within the Abbey community and support one another with the resources needed to inspire new ideas. We believe that small, thoughtful, and carefully stewarded programs can make a big impact on the world. Together, we will celebrate the work completed and share it with the wider Abbey community so others might be inspired to try similar projects themselves. For each round of applications, we will be offering up to six small grants of $500. So the final due date for the next cycle of applications is December 30th. So we only have a few weeks left. And then the notification of grants will occur, occur by November 15th. And the work should be completed within the six months from January 1st to June 30th, 2016. And you'll have um, a midway su summary due on March 30th and a final project report by July 15th. And it's just wonderful. There's three main project areas. Uh, one is contemplative, develop a project which nourishes a contemplative awareness and presence to create, to creation. For example, through starting a community or church program which teaches people spiritual practices that connect them to the earth. So if you're a yoga teacher, you can already be doing this by incorporating some of this into your yoga classes or uh, maybe get together with massage therapists and, and give, you know, complimentary massages and have a, you know, a program for awa bringing awareness to the earth. Uh, or it says create a liturgy of lament for the losses of species and destruction of habitats. And... I had to look up, it's like, what's a liturgy of lament? And the main thing that I found was actually something that was written in response to the clergy abuses of a couple of years ago. And someone had written, and it was used for the healing for people, for, for healing from those um, abuses from the clergy. And, but I've always thought, you know, we should we should be lamenting also for the trees. I have wakes sometimes for trees. I had a wake one time for a little bird. And, um, and I thought, yes, a liturgy of lament that leads to joyful dancing. <laughs> so we don't want to just stop with a liturgy of lament for the losses of species and destruction of habitats. And then another area is creative. Develop a creative project which draws on the media of writing, visual art, drama, dance, or music. For example, creating a series of artwork, poems, or songs which honor the earth and finding ways to bring this to your community. Maybe creating art out of recycled materials and crafting an accompanying reflection process or in response to a specific environmental issue such as the bee colony collapse. So wouldn't that be cool? A creative project, you know, maybe using art or, or dance or, or poems. Um, There's so many things that you can do. I collect these. <laughs> the, they're actually a, a sort of palm frond, but 
when I saw them, I thought, oh my gosh, these are elvish breastplates because they're shaped just like something that would cover, you know, your, the front of you. And I have like about 30 of them now. And I, I have a picture in my mind that one of these days I'm hoping to have an art installation of this army of, once I polish them up, they're beautiful and everyone is different. And so sometimes when the wind blows and I see a bunch of them laying around on the street, I, I, I can't help it. I just think to myself, oh, how the mighty have fallen. And, um, but in the, these could have been breastplates. I mean, these are pretty, they're, it's, it's palm fronds there and they're dried. So they're very strong. So very interesting. So, um, or a soul care ministry, develop a project which brings more earth awareness to your ministry or spiritual direction chaplaincy, counseling, etc. For example, finding ways to bring your ministry outside into direct contact with the earth or bringing creation directly into soul care sessions, teaching curriculum which nourishes earth-cherishing consciousness in participants through experiential engagement. So again, for those of us who are yoga teachers, take your yoga outside, have yoga with the trees, and use that time to be more mindful about the earth and grateful for it and you know take some times to to be thankful for the fresh air and for the grass under your feet and for the trees that are even as you're standing there breathing deeply they're supplying you with oxygen so you can find out all about this and all of the application project uh, process right on their um, website again the uh, the applications need to be in by september 30th so if you're interested in something like this you might want to visit abbey of the arts again go to the about um up on the top about and go down to earth monastery project and while you're there you might go to the homepage and check out the monk manifesto which is like a daily meditation and i love it because the third the eighth principle is uh being a dancing monk in the world so i i'm probably a little more of a dancing mystic but yeah i'm a dancing monk and a mystic so they have a few wonderful uh resources available also at the abbey of the arts um one of the things i got at the, uh, the same day that i got the um Abby, um, the artist rule, the book, I got a, a DVD called Dancing with Monks and Mystics. And it's 12 prayerful and playful dances for everybody with choreography and instruction by Betsy Beckman. And uh, she works in, um, and it was commissioned by Abby the Arts and produced by The Dancing Word. And it's got all kinds of fun things to dance to. And you can dance along with um, Bridget of Kildare, Benedict of Nursia, my patron saint, darling Hildegard of Bengen, Francis Assisi, Rainier Maria Rilke, Thomas Merton, and King David. So, yeah, dancing with monks and mystics. So, with that, I'm going to play um, a little song for you because... So I'm trying to figure out how all of this works together. And I love KUCI. Being involved here has been like one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I've been doing this show here now for 10 years. I've met some of the most amazing people. 
I love this place. I love this community. We play non-commercial, non-mainstream music. So you get introduced to so many genres of music and artists that you may never have heard of. And we're all a bunch of crazy volunteers, over a hundred of us from our managers and our program directors down to the DJs that come in on the air and the talk show hosts. So think about becoming part of KUCI in the coming quarter if you're part of the college here at UC Irvine. So I'm going to play a little song for you because, oh, and I also want to mention that um, the copyrighted material and music will be edited out on my podcasts. Um, Sorry, I have to do that, but I'll always say what they are so you can look them up. And um, I'm going to play right now for you a little song before I come back and share with you the a little bit about the um, Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks, which is an amazing uh, poem <coughs> that you can find on the Abbey of the Arts webpage, uh, website. And But God's injunction to me, especially for this year, was to sing for the trees, speak for the animals, and dance for the earth. And so that's what I'm trying to fulfill my mission. Sing for the trees is a little more challenging for me because I'm not the, the you know, elves tend to be good singers, but not so much this one. And speaking for the animals, you will hear me saying a lot about that with regards to commercial farming, but also around the holidays, uh, please consider having a vegetarian uh, Thanksgiving if you really want to be mindful, do a little research about turkey treatment and think about whether or not you really need to have that on your table. Why not start a new tradition? We don't have to, some traditions are good and we can keep them and other traditions, we don't need to keep them. It's like, why am I still doing this? And I always have a wonderfully satisfying, yummy meal and I don't have any animal. <laughs> I don't have to, and I feel good because there's not been any cruelty involved on my day of Thanksgiving. So I'm going to play this song for you now from uh, Lorena McKennett. And it's one of my favorite tree, uh, tree songs. It's called Bonnie Portmore. And, and it's about this wonderful tree that gets cut down in Ireland. So this is KUCI in Irvine. I am Tani Chinuviel. This is What Would Arwen Do? And I'll be back in just a few moments.
again, that was the beautiful voice of Lorena McKennett singing Bonnie Portmore and Element for the Tree. So this is What Would Arwen Do? I am Tani Tenuvia, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf. And as usual, I always have much more material than I can cover in this hour. Um, but I have something else special coming up for next week. Again, coming in just a few weeks, we'll be having some changeover, new quarter of programming. A lot of shows will return. Some will be will will not because students will have gone off to school in other places. So please keep an eye on our website at kuci.org, and also for the announcement of the date of our next training, which is usually about the second week into the quarter. And it's just one uh, couple of hours, one night a week. And you learn all about what is required to be uh, a DJ or talk show host, what the FCC requires, how to use the equipment, because we do it all. We engineer our shows, we uh, edit them, we set up the interviews, and we make it happen. All here, right here, and we teach you how to do it. So think about that. So I wanted to share with you just a little bit more from the Abbey of the Arts website and the Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks. And I'm trying to decide if I can read my poem. I don't know. It's so much easier to read other people's work or poetry. But I did write a poem about being a dancing mystic. But I want to play for you a... um, So this is the Holy Disorder of dancing monks and they have a little word file here if I can make it happen and because I just realized I'm looking at my iPad and that's <laughs> that's not hooked up here but um, so the holy disorder of dancing monks and it says here that Abbey of the Arts is a growing global community of and virtual monastery. Okay, please bear with me um, as I try to talk, read, and get on the internet at the same time. <laughs> oh, life is amazing. So if you go to Abbey of the Arts and go to the Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks, and there's a wonderful poem here called We Dance Wild. And I'm going to see if I can, if I can get this up here so that you can hear it. it so it says, for those of you who want to affiliate with this com- community, I invite you to consider joining the Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks. And it says, why a disorder? Well, sh- there's a quote here. It says, Abba Antony said to Abba Joseph, how would you explain this saying? And he replied, I do not know. Then Abba Antony said, indeed, Abba Joseph has found the way for he has said, I do not know. So, the heart of the contemplative life reading is never about escaping the world, but plunging ourselves fully into the heart of messiness and mystery. As we deepen in the con- on the contemplative journey, our aim is to release our attempts at controlling our lives and surrendering into a far greater mystery than our egos can c- contain. There are no step-by-step plans, only daily practice and immersion in the messiness of life as it comes. We live into the questions as the poem poet Rilke so widely wisely wrote rather than trying to find the answers 
We practice being uncomfortable. We move more deeply into unknowing. So you can join the Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks. And we're going to hear this is by Joel Macero. And he's a, an Australian spoken word artist. And I hope that I'm going to do this, do this right <coughs> for your listening enjoyment. And this is right on their website. So here we go. We dance. We dance wild. Not a two-step structured repetition. We dance large. We dance flailing arms. We dance the erratic and the wriggle, the blunder, stumble and fall with no need to get back up again. And that is from the Abbey of the Arts, the poem, The Holy Disorder of Dancing well, it's from The Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks, and the poem is We Dance Wild. And I will have to edit that out for the podcast, but you can find it on the website of Abbey of the Arts. Just go right down to the icon of The Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks, and hopefully you will consider joining that community too. So I did mention that I have had a quiet retreat time this weekend, and while I consider myself something of a monk, I'm a little more of a dancing mystic. And so, I guess, okay, I'll share my poem with you. Oh my gosh, am I really going to do this? So this is for the mystics, and, a, and hopefully I will find more of you, dancing mystics of the OC. If you are one or want to become one, please send me an email at askanelf at yahoo.com. So here it goes. We dance. We dance beauty. We dance wildness. We dance whirling and stretching and prancing and flailing. We dance. We dance. We all dance. Falling down, jumping up, laughing, crying, singing, sighing. We dance with fierce abandon. We dance with passionate inclusion. We dance for love. Love. We dance to heal. We dance to invite. We dance to charm. We dance to awaken. We dance, we dance, we all dance. O come, O come, weary one. O come, O come, beloved one. We will lend you strength until your wings are strong, until your steps are sure. We dance, we dance, we all dance. We dance as prince, we dance as princess. We dance as pilgrim, we dance as fool. We dance. As starlight incarnate and compassion personified, we are love, love. We dance the divine image. We dance the ancient song. We dance the rhythm of creation and co-creation and all things magnificent and restored. We dance at dawn. We dance at twilight. We dance at the sink and on the lawn and in the shower. We dance, we dance, we all dance. O come, O come, weary one. O come, O come, beloved one. You were made for the dance. Let the dance take you. We are the dancing mystics. We are the messengers of God. We are the sirens and wizards. We are the heralds of the high king of heaven. And we dance, we dance, we all dance. Come, beloved one. Come and join the dance. Come, come. And there's the poem for the dancing mystics of the O.C.
by yours truly, Tani Tanufio. So, beloved ones, and that is what you are, and that is why I'm here to remind you that you are the beloved ones. And I wish I could have a show just on that topic every single week and that topic alone until somehow your heart awakens to your belovedness. Coming up in just a few moments, Marie Stone is in the building, and I'm sure she has some wonderful things to share with you about getting published on Writers on Writing, which will be starting in just about five minutes from now. And again, um, if you'd like to email me, I'd love to hear from you, askanelf at yahoo.com. And we've been talking today about Abbey of the Arts and the Holy Disorder of Dancing Monks. Their website is abbeyofthearts.com. And um, they have a project called the Earth Monastery Project, where you can get a grant to help uh, start a program for education and awareness on caring for our wonderful home. And so I do believe next week I will be talking to you about Pope Francis' wonderful encyclical letter Laudato Si, which is on care for our common home. And he has declared a year of mercy starting December 8th and asked us to think very deeply about caring for our home and how the decisions that we make about development and consumerism affect our lives and the lives of others and also our children to come. So this is a wonderful place, this planet Earth, or in Elvish Arda. We must take care of her as she takes care of us. So with that, I'm going to leave you with um, one of my favorite songs, Turning to Peace, coming up in just a few moments, Writers on Writing. And until next week, Elin Salalomen a star shines on the hour of our meeting, and Maria. This is KUCI in Irvine, the best radio station in the history of the universe.